What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. I have two very special guests here today. I have my friend Matt Labrie here. What's going on? Thank you for having He's, me, bro. You're on your second episode with us. Number two. And we actually had this planned. Like, I came in here and I said, okay, well, yeah, we're doing a podcast today about good business. And by chance, my other friend, Moss, happened to be at my house. So I'm like... You know, this would be a perfect opportunity to do this kind of podcast because you have two completely, well, three completely different, like, business people. And I feel like I'm a little bit of both. Like, <laughs> me, new school and old school. Moss, how you feeling, man? I feel wonderful. This is your first time doing a podcast, right? Yes, it is. Thank you. This I'm, is uh... not... Matt's uh, first time doing a podcast. No, Matt's, Matt's a professional. <laughs> you know, Matt. He's positive. <laughs> so my boy Matt has a podcast called The Decoding Podcast. And how many episodes do you release in a week? Like two, three? Two a week. Tuesday, Thursday. And it's like really good, positive, very enthusiastic, like <laughs> uplifting yeah. stuff. Like you're... Uh, pushing like a bunch of business entrepreneurship tell exactly. my people a little bit what you're doing on a yeah, daily I mean, basis the, the whole the whole purpose of the show is to prove that you know there's no longer a secret to success right the way you achieve success is different from the way Moss achieves success and that differs from the way I achieve success so I just brought on a whole bunch of people to be able to prove that theory you know originally when uh, I had this podcast prove that mind, theory yeah <laughs> when I, I hope this, you can prove it when I had this podcast in mind, I was like, just because of everything you're doing right now, like you're giving people a format of what to follow. And with Maz being here, it's just funny because he comes from that old school era. And like a lot of old school stuff like doesn't really happen in today's world like it used to. So the perfect example is people not keeping their word on like business stuff. So years ago, it was like a handshake was the deal. Now you'll have a handshake and then... It's a step two, in the back. Two weeks later, it's a completely different story. So it's just crazy because I, I definitely... If you have my word on a business like level, 99% of the time, that's what you're going to get, you know? Unless there's like a crazy circumstance. But in today's world, it'll be like, okay, I want to buy this for X amount of dollars and then... You know, a handshake and then someone backs out, you know, and that's just one small example. Yeah, no, I definitely get what you're saying. You know, the times have changed, man. Times have changed. People, they don't operate like that anymore, you know, unless you're sending them a document to sign. A handshake means almost nothing these days. Yeah, the first thing is the contract. That's what I learned, too. I look forward to looking at emails now more than anything. Because if it's not a contract, it's now, now without, Now without a signature, it's not real. Yeah. It's like, per, uh, to, uh, per our conversation, you know, you like right away you got to, you know, make sure you have it in the email. 100%. What's some advice uh, you could give, you know, a young entrepreneur 
who's uh, trying to become a wealthy businessman. Starting their own business, let's say. I gotta ask Moss. You're asking me. Or you're asking Moss. I want to hear. I, I'm I want to get. I'm gonna get to Moss. Actually, Moss, you're older. I, so I want to hear. Yeah. You, you could answer first because you were in the pizza business. You own the pizzeria. It's all about the dollar. That's all that matters. Back in the days, six, seven hundred hours a week you used to raise a family. Now, six, seven hundred hours a week. Excuse my French. You wipe your ass. <laughs> That's a fact. So how much money do you need to raise a family? At least at least over a hundred thousand dollars a year in New York. So two thousand a week. Guaranteed two thousand a week. You could raise a family. Without that I, mean, that's I don't know how people survive. Figures. That's that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean I, I can't necessarily if agree. If it doesn't talk about money, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what about you, man? I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, bro. I, I know. I knew you were going to say that. That's why. Complete opposite. Listen, I think money is very important, and you very much so. Listen, we're all living in New York, right? Like, to buy a home in New York is a million dollars. Anyway, look at it, yeah. In Queens, where... New York the, City, yeah. Queens, Brooklyn. Oh, forget about Williamsburg, right? But... Queens, a million dollars in the in the neighborhoods we look at. Bronx, Staten Island, so everywhere. Yeah. Money is 100% important, but to me what it comes down to is fulfillment because I don't know about you guys sitting at this table. I'm a human being. I only got one of these, and that's that's life. Straight up. Like, if I'm not fulfilled and if I'm fucking miserable doing what I'm doing every single day. No, like, of course you have to be happy in what you do. You have to thrive and be happy, but you also got to make money because without money, you don't survive. You don't continue to go and to have fun and to enjoy and to be positive you don't want to live on the system the system sucks I, yeah i agree but I, I think we could we could both agree that you know that you could find that equal medium right where what you're passionate about and what fulfills you in life also does bring in the money you know and i think that's that's happiness Depends for a lot of is. people yeah listen a lot of people can achieve that because like in that sense like you know if i say you know i love food and i wish i could just make money you know eating food there's all these food bloggers and stuff now. And that's where social media is like changing everything. Because years ago... There was know, no yeah, social media. There was, there was no social media. Back then, again, there was that handshake. That's what made sense. But literally... That's what was respected back then. As far as what Matt's saying, it's definitely true. Whatever your passion is, even if your passion is sneakers, you could turn around and start a sneaker business from online and just sell sneakers clean sneakers whatever it is you know like reselling and that just goes with every day like yeah. years ago you would have to find you a have job. to respect every hustle you know, yeah no 100% I, I definitely agree with that as well my just the whole like fact that people don't keep their words anymore is like the craziest thing and well, I've learned everybody in this world they will like stay technology back any chance they can to like I've done like business with people and I would be doing them a favor. Like I'll give you a perfect example. Like somebody asked me to get them t-shirts done. And I'm like, all right, not only am I introducing you to the guy that makes my t-shirts, but then you're going to say, yo, he's going to drop them off by your shop. Do me a favor, lay out the money for them. And then you lay out the money for them. Then you're stuck with the t-shirts and a, and a $300 bill. <laughs> and then, no, then they pick up the shirts. Like, yo, I got you next time. All of a sudden, three weeks later, you're like, yo, where's my money for the t-shirts? You, you know, probably didn't even get one. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy, though, how, how people think. Like, yeah. how, like, good business is, like, just an afterthought. Like, nobody thinks about that. 
Listen, you you know, people, I, I personally feel it's because back in the day, the person that you're necessarily shaking someone's hand for, you know, in regard to a deal, you're seeing that person a lot more often, right? Now, uh, I think social media definitely uh, made the world smaller, but at the same time, I think it made it a lot larger, where if you hit me up to do something and we agree upon something, and then if I'm backing out of that, all I have to do is curve your message, right? Yeah, There's no face-to-face contact. Exactly. Exactly. Minimum, so I, yeah. I feel like backing out of that handshake is easy. There's no live reaction that you can take that feel and, and make a next move. Exactly. A click on a finger don't make sense. Yeah. No, it's 100% true. And honestly, I probably don't make a move unless I see money up front now. Like, if someone's interested in something or whatever it is, I'm like, let's talk well, numbers from you the can't, guy, you know? In this world, you can't take a chance like that no more. You're not Bill Gates. If you're a billionaire, then you don't need that guy's money. But unfortunately, we're everyday working people. Yeah. This is what we have to do. This is what we have to deal with. A hustle, you know? Like, every day is a hustle. You uh, want to talk a little bit about what you do? I was going to... I thought you were. That's why I was like, I was going to ask... But then I'm like, yeah. Why not, bro? I'm fine. He's good the way he is. He's chilling. You don't want to self-promote. It's positive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, going from I do help owning people. a pizzeria now. From owning a pizzeria into auto body. Big difference, big change. It's still a hustle. Don't you prefer the auto body because, you know, they're bigger bags, like, you know, bigger paydays, net, like whereas there's good opportunity. There's good opportunity in food too. I know plenty of millionaires that are doing well. But you need to sell, like, have more customers. So you know, when you're selling a slice of pizza, you make two dollars on a slice of pizza. There's aggravation on both sides. Trust me. Fifty slices of pizza. Yeah. Whereas one car job, you're making that. You know. So With an aggravation. Difference. With aggravation too. Yeah. Exactly. Everything, no, there's aggravation. No appreciation. And here we are. But overall, I mean, from food to auto body, it's definitely, you know, you got to be happy on what you're doing. Yes, the way you're raised. That brings me to a question for you, though, Maas. Like, what was your passion? Is your passion auto body? Was your your passion pizzeria, uh, the the pizza business? Like, it was pizza, and I still have a passion for pizza. Eating it or owning a business with it? We talk about opening a pizzeria all the time. But it's not for a family man. Long hours. Long hours. Stress. 74 hours a week. 80 hours a week. It's it's not for a a married man with a family. I respect it. It's not worth it. No money is worth love from a family. No, you make it happen pizza, either way. Pizza business is 10 to 10 minimum. Minimum 12, 15 hours a day, six, seven days a week. Yeah. If you're the boss, there is no, I don't feel good. <laughs> Somebody don't feel good, you got to go. Somebody's ass is red, you got to go. You know, it's crazy because the food business, there's like no substitute for the owner's eyes, you know? People want to see you. Yeah, no, 100%. And... Uh, <clears throat> Even the workers. People are waiting for that small remark from you. Like my dad, right? Exactly. No, How you doing? I'm talking about workers in general because now we live in a world where 
you know, the bottom of the barrel is making $15 an hour in New York City. So, you know, a dishwasher that's working 40 hours a week is making $600. Literally. So, like, when I first started working in the food business, it was $7 an hour. So, it literally, like, doubled and then some. So, just to keep a little food place open is so challenging in itself. So, like, definitely, like, I love what I do. But is it my passion? Probably not. So here I am doing a podcast with you guys. And are we making money doing this? No. But, you know, hopefully one day it does lead to something. So I got bribed. <laughs> you got to do what you like to do. But at the same time, you got to make time to make money, you know? Yeah. Because there's bills and stuff. No, 100%. So that's where there's that medium. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, if you're going to be uh, running a business, one of the most important things is your personal resources. So let's say me when I'm working, if I'm like struggling, like business wise, I'll post something on my personal story, like make a special and try to get my friends in there, like the personal people that support me. So that's the number one advice I'll give anybody that's like, you know, trying to run a good business is your backbone has to be people you know. Yeah. Right? No, you yeah. have to be flexible and you have to be strong. Same thing with you, Moss. No, like people know that you're in the auto body business now. So if someone gets a little fender bender or something, who are they going to reach out to? They better call me. <laughs> Yo, what about one time? I was actually with Matt, and we went to Restaurant Depot. I'll never forget that. <laughs> this bro. is a great story. So, if you if you're in the food business, you obviously know what Restaurant Depot is. So I'm driving an old Lincoln Navigator to Restaurant Depot, and my dad probably bought this truck for like two grand. I pull a left hand turn, and all of a sudden, like my car is like on the floor. So. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, like the tire from the car flew off and was flying down Grand Avenue and Rush Street. So all of a sudden, I called Moss. I'm like, Moss, where are you? I just lost my car. I need towed, whatever. And he's like, I'm right down the block. He was literally right down the block. Yeah, he was, he was there in less than five minutes, 100%. Less than two minutes, probably. Superman. <laughs> I remember that. That, that was, was crazy. Moss to the rescue. I remember looking through your, your passenger uh, mirror and just seeing the tire roll behind us. <laughs> that well, was crazy. I knew Moss when uh, he was in the pizzeria business. And then now, and I definitely see a difference because now you're waking up much earlier, right? You wake up the crack of dawn. I'm more relaxed. But then you're That's done. That's what matters. 9, 9, 9, 9.30, you're done for the day. What do you mean? Like... You, you go to work early, you come home, eat dinner, spend time with family. 9, 9.30, it's bedtime. Oh, it's good night, balling out. <laughs> you know? It's a family man life. That's it. But that's something that... I've it's seen. coming close. <laughs> Shops closed, balling out. Shops closed. That's something I've seen uh, Matt also do a lot that you post a lot about waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Like You have to, bro. Like... It's a game changer waking up. I mean, I would love to be up earlier, but I also do like at least seven to eight hours of sleep. Um, obviously, tonight I might not get that because we're doing this, but 
waking up at five, it just gives you more hours, right? Like, it, but what time do you go to sleep if you're waking up at five? I, I do set a bedtime. Like, I try and be to be in bed by at least eleven. For me, it takes at least an hour to wind down before I can fall asleep, unless I'm drunk, you know, and I'm not. I'm not drunk every night. Sipping that Pinot Noir. Sipping Pinot Noir, but uh, you got to set a bedtime for that. But but it's just a game changer to be up early. All right. I would love to be up early, just sometimes my body can't do it. Listen, it's you're human. It's mostly because I'm up late too, though. Like sometimes still hanging out. You gotta get used to it. I know. It's a big. I I would love to wake up at five though. Even for the commute now, it's like. Six is good. Six is good. Six is six perfect. Is 40, but I noticed. Twenty minute shower, get leave, dressed, and leave. leave Howard Beach at eight. It's beautiful too. Thirty thirty eight minutes. Really? So for 38 minutes, that's nice. Because he knows the deal, right? Certain times in an hour. I leave before 7. <laughs> that's the money time right there. I like no traffic. So, um, yeah, man. That whole uh, experience of moving out of your comfort zone from working down a block where you live to, you know, 8 miles, 9 miles. But... Of all street traffic. Yeah. Definitely an adjustment. And that's where I realized that waking up early would definitely benefit. 100%, man. You get yourself in the gym right away. You're doing it for the money. (laughs) Yeah, I am doing it for the money. But, Matt, you go to the gym early. I give you credit. I can never go to the gym early. No matter how many times I want to. Like, I'll give an example. When I know, like, I could wake up late. Like, in my head, like, I'll wake up for work, but I won't wake up for the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know I got to be at work at that time, like, do or die. Can you please tell me the definition of a gym? (laughs) You've never been in a gym? Nope. Wow. Wow. God bless. Oh, man, I think it's just like you have that urgency, right? So, like, you're saying you'll be at work if you had to be up at 5 a.m. to get to work. It's just you have urgency behind that. Yeah, that's a good word, urgency. And that's what it is. Now, to have the urgency for the gym, like, how does one go about finding that motivation and be have a sense of urgency to go to the gym? I mean, I don't think... I'm still trying to find the answer to that. I can't say <laughs> I have that. I just know it's one of the least things that I want to do every day. But I know it's something I need to do every day to, you know, have the longevity in life. So, I get the worst thing out of the way, you know, first. Just... Bang it out, hour, hour and a half, and then I'm done. God bless it. You go to the gym an hour, an hour and a half in the morning, that's a huge one. 100%. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you start your day off right, too. You start your day off on a positive note. You make your bed, that's already one yeah. accomplishment. Then you go to the fucking gym, that's two accomplishments right off the bat. Then you wash your ass in the gym, after the gym, that's your third Right there, just like See, that. I'll just go to, go to sleep again. <laughs> that's the, one, <laughs> that's the wonderful single life. When you have yeah. a when you have a wife and two kids, a lot of OGs wake up early to go to the gym. Though, like I've noticed, yeah, like especially those like twenty four hour gyms. There was like this one week where me and Nick Don's were going to the gym at five in the morning, and it's all like those old school like workout guys. Yeah, that don't even look like they work out, but then you see them working out, and you're like, yo, this guy's strong. Like this guy's healthy. It's like where where the hell did you get this from? You know? <laughs> It's going to be us in a few years. I don't know. Not me. I'll have the bonds out. And 
The only thing I wake up early for is work, man. So Matt, tell uh, let's tell the people a little bit about uh, the decoding podcast. It's, What's your mission, man? It's a grind, bro. It's a grind trying to impact as many lives as possible. You know, have uh, pretty dope guests always hopping on there. Um, I saw you had uh, the guest baked by Melissa. Yeah. What was her name? Melissa Beneshai. She's a boss, bro. Yeah. She's she's that's a boss. Dope. She is literally she keeps it real. I think that that's one thing that a lot of people that you know hop on podcasts or or have podcasts like they they miss that authentic factor. You know, like I, I would never sit here right now and talk shit that I don't really know the answer to or I haven't done something right. And I think that's where the big misconception comes in. But yeah, Melissa Melissa is dope, man. I mean, she has what like twenty stores. Like that's goals right there. Yeah, I mean, I think she got. I don't know if it's 20. I don't know the exact number. I think I know it's above 14. And I mean, she ships nationwide, bro. I mean, she makes cupcakes, bro. And they're slamming. Cupcakes too. They're slamming, bro. They're amazing. Next time you better bring some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, that's honestly not a bad idea. Yeah, I should have asked it for the, you know, the lifetime Come on, supply. cupcakes? <laughs> no, but honestly, like, whenever you uh, post these podcasts, I look at the guests. I'm like, yo, how does he do it? Like, I have a hard time getting Moss to do this. And <laughs> here you are, baked by Melissa. It's like... I happen to be much. driving around. <laughs> That's how I got to get you to do one. We'll just, like, strap this to the car. That's it. And get it hey, going. Hey, how you doing? That's it. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys all for tuning in. I appreciate my friends for uh, kicking the shit with me. My pleasure, my pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity. Matt, what's uh, your socials people can follow you on? At... At M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S. And here's a word from the sponsors. Shout out to Hardcore Italians. Make sure to go to www.hardcoreitalians.com. Use special code G-U-I. Again, special code G-U-I, short for Growing Up Italian, for all special discounts. Thank you.